You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of History We Forgot with your host, Morrison and Christy Phillips. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, today, we got a little special little special episode for you for the Halloween season coming up. We're going to be talking about some uh, actual figures of history all throughout time. Uh, one of the really special things about this is we, we're, you know, we dive into you know, what happens around that time when these actions happen. But today, we're just going to be focusing on the figures themselves. Uh, we're going to be talking about the five five villain females of history, <laughs> which I'm excited. You know, you know, women women can be evil too. Mm-hmm. You know, now, that doesn't get brought up enough. Women can be assholes too. Sometimes they can do it better than the men do. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. But you know, we got to keep them in check because it's, you know the patriarchy or whatnot. I don't know. I don't know. Third wave feminism, whatever. <laughs> You said things like you knew what they meant. It's cute. I don't. I don't give a shit either. I don't. That's the great thing about being a guy. I don't have to give a shit. <sighs> oh my god, you're so sad with your goddamn potatoes, you Irish motherfuckers. I was like, see, as a guy, I don't care. But as a woman, oh please, all the potatoes in the world. Get my right arm for a wrist rocket right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring that evil out. Come on, get that evil villain shit out. Let it out. I'm on my second cup of coffee. Don't push me. Mm. So uh, I'll let you introduce a first one. Go ahead. So my pick, and they're in no particular order. I'll just start at the top of the page. Bloody Mary, Mary Tudor. Bloody Mary, Queen of Scots. Yes. What a bitch. Yes. (laughs) In a way. In a way. In a way. I saw the movie where uh, it was the two, uh, Margot Robbie was Elizabeth I, Mm -hmm. and Soros Rowan was uh, Mary. uh, Mary. Mm -hmm. And it was just like... She kind of had a point burning them people alive. Like she kind of <laughs> had a point. So the, as you call it, the baseball, uh, baseball card information. Yeah, she was the only child of uh, Henry VIII and Catherine to survive to adulthood. First queen of England from 1553 to 1558 until her death. Uh, brutal religious persecution to Protestants and executions of over 300 subjects. And her first cousin, Lady Jane Grey, who uh, made a claim for the throne, had her beheaded. Yeah. Well, that's what you do. Yeah. This ain't like this ain't like a fucking office meeting. You know, <laughs> some some of these people got to get got. You know. Yeah. If you're coming for my motherfucking job, you better not. You better if you swing, you better not miss. You know. Yeah. And she fucking missed. Yeah. Uh, and like go back to like that time and era. Let's 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 just break this down real quick. Henry the Eighth, yeah, her daddy, uh, who created probably the most fun game drinking game of all time. Fuck Mary Kill. Oh That's where that game comes from, <laughs> and it's a fun game. I mean, it makes sense that if anybody in history were to actually invent it, it would be him. And I, I remember all this from watching that show, The Tudors. Yes, when I was probably too young. Uh, for watching that one, but I think I started twenty eight, and I was probably too young to watch uh, it. Yeah, yeah, just, just like uh, just like him going through women after like the second season, it, like fucking like cigarettes by that time. But you get to see like in that in that show and like the way they describe it was very accurate about how. All right, so Catherine gives birth to Mary, and then he's raising Mary, and then he 
Catherine and all the person didn't get fucking murked. Yeah. Okay. The first wife didn't get murked. He just divorced her. Thank mm-hmm. God. But then he met Anne Boleyn. And that went south. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what's fucked up is like her fucking surviving sister is Elizabeth the first. Mm-hmm. The one and only Elizabeth the first, you know, the one that really put England tippy top when it came to Europe. Yeah. But for us in North Carolina, it's kind of important. Mm-hmm. She's more important in North Carolina than she is any other fucking royalty from England. Yeah. Because of her little tryst with Walter Raleigh. <laughs> yeah. Sir Walter Raleigh. Mm-hmm. And then she got bored with him and sent him to jail. <laughs> <laughs> the whole Tudor family are villains. All of them. Every uh, last fucking uh, one of them. Uh, you, you ain't going to get an argument out of me. Because her son is King James, Ooh. who wrote a Bible. <laughs> Yes. That we still use today. And it's the only one. <laughs> and it was also a witch hunter in his uh, off days. Everyone has a hobby. Yeah. And going back to Mary's hobby, burning Protestants. Oh, God. <laughs> this is, this yeah. is one of those things that I think she got from her mom. Because, like, the whole point was the Church of England separates from the Catholics mm-hmm. just so Henry VIII can get a divorce. Yeah. And... His first wife is a devout fucking Catholic. Yeah. So I could see Mary's point of view on this been like, Dad was wrong. And all you little fucking snakes have got to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I could see how being with, uh, focusing with one particular parent could sway a child. Yeah, because this, people don't realize sometimes, like, we don't learn it in school about these people mm-hmm. much. Like it's it's probably like a blase thing over world history, but we'll mm-hmm. never you never really learn it. Like I doubt you'll go, you'll cover it in U.S. history. Oh no, but, no, this is far far flung from the days of U- the United States. Oh yeah. Uh, but another thing, she is kind of exiled. Yeah. Uh, by the court, uh, by but not like a, a justice court, but the court of public opinion mm-hmm. to Scotland. Yep. Thus the name Bloody Mary Queen of Scots. Mm-hmm. Uh. I'm trying to. I'm, I wouldn't say it's justified the the term "bloody flaming Mary, Queen of Scots" seems a little bit more appropriate. Uh, I mean, blood's the torch blood. wielder of Scotland. <laughs> I mean, blood's blood. The ash of Edinburgh. <laughs> you know what I'm Ooh. See, like I'm, I put up with fucking fun names, man. Like if I was a history teacher, I'm doing this like fucking WWE. Oh my god. <laughs> ba, ba, da, ba. <laughs> And here she goes, Bloody Mary, Queen of Scots, can you dig it? Oh, and just fucking God. just like hell bit for leathers playing all that. <laughs> you would be that teacher that would give them intro music. Why not? These are people. We put people on the fucking money that deserve goddamn respect. These people are on their money. <laughs> yeah, but not everybody on the money deserves respect. Hey, hey, Hamilton died like a bitch. <laughs> That's, That's not who I'm team. talking about, and you know it. Eh. I asked my sister who was on the 50. I literally had it in my hand, and she didn't say it. I said, I'll give you a dollar if you tell me he's on the 50, and she couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's Grant, everyone. It's Grant. Yep. I know you never see a 50 in your fucking lifetime, but like, <laughs> it's Grant, the drunkest president of all. But, yeah, going into the, like, her just murdering fucking Protestants left and fucking right with her left and fucking right. Yeah. Uh, she kind of... It kind of taxes on her a little bit toward the end of her life where she's finally lost it and decides whether or not to split England in half mm-hmm. uh, through, through a, I forget what the line's called that separates England and Scotland, but uh, 
there was another line that uh, she had just arbitrarily drew on a fucking map and says, yeah. this is mine. And then like, <laughs> it like encompassed like York, which mm-hmm. is very close to London. And it's just like, we can't have a border that goddamn close yeah. to fucking London. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just love that. That's the facts that it was just like, this comes up a lot in Scotland history, probably, but it's just like, what the fuck is your goddamn problem? <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's one of the things where, like, how would you how would you explain this to a group of kids? My theory with this would be, pay no attention to the gender of the person we're discussing. Yeah. Pay attention to how ruthless does a leader need to be. What's it take to be a dictator? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what royalty really is. Yeah. Do you do you necessarily have to be this ruthless to rule? Yeah. No. Fuck yeah. No. No. You can't have a bunch of Jimmy Carters running around. Nah, bet. You leave him and his peanuts alone. <laughs> hey, he's on he's on death's door right now. Heaven's about to get a lot nicer. <laughs> When he goes, you've had your bet on him for too long. Oh God, that Deadpool's running low. Man. I've, I've lost so many Deadpools. I'm putting that motherfucker on my goddamn list. Jesus, Bob Barker, of all people, made it to 99. Didn't even hit the dollar. Fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like he got as close as he could, could to a dollar, dollar without going over. He spin that wheel straight to hell. He did it exactly like you're supposed to. Don't worry, as close as he could without going over a dollar. I'm really hoping Pat Saint Jack gets it. <laughs> it's oh, a fucking asshole. God. But, uh, How did we go there? Yeah. Just, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> just re- Bloody Mary, Queen of Scot- Scots, Will of Fortune. <laughs> Can I buy a vow? No, you Protestant pig. <laughs> mm. Vanna, bring me my torch. <laughs> I wonder how much of her doing this has to do with the way Ireland, the way things have gone in Ireland. Well, I've heard I've heard some stories about how it's referenced a lot for the troubles mm-hmm. uh how it's just a constant tug between the catholics and the protestants mm-hmm. just in that island just in those two islands alone yeah and how it, it's a ripple effect mm-hmm. because people don't really like over here we don't really have that modern fucking problem of catholics and protestants no but we got it for all the other religions yes though. because it's deserved <laughs> uh but hey there's only so much room uh but yeah it's not like we're a country of immigrants yeah yeah first generation my ass uh uh, but like you know as as you know history progresses for here it's not a microcosm you have individual states you have populations that dwarf the populations of those two islands yeah so I think because there's so so much isolationism mm-hmm. from Ireland and England from each other mm-hmm. that they don't want to intermingle in any way because they're still hung up on that European idea uh, of what's mine is mine and what's yours is yours. Mm-hmm. But you keep saying your shit's my shit and my shit's your shit. Like that's a history that we can never have over here. Yeah, because here it was very fast within 200 years of this country being, you know, invaded yes. by, by colonials. Yep. Uh, within 200 years, we're in a civil war with our own. Mm-hmm. Another 100 years, we're still dealing with civil issues. And mm-hmm. another tr- 60 years after that, we're here. So if you take how fast that happens mm-hmm. compared to the history of Ireland and England, yeah, which the Italians are involved in. <laughs> yeah, everybody's so, involved. Yeah, so like... Reality. So... 
I think I think this is the first like was the first step mm-hmm. towards separating the Protestants and Catholics in a very negative way without having them co- being cohesive. Mm-hmm. This reminds me of like needful things of how bad it goes very quickly. Yeah, I, <laughs> between I, the Protestants and yeah. the, like the Baptists and the Catholics and shit. Yeah, I like, can agree with that. Like if you read that book, it goes south really quick to the point where bombing a church. <laughs> yeah, within a span of like two weeks. But you know, to dumb it down, it's just like. You, you're, you're dealing with a, a populace of ignorant, not really ignorant, illiterate people. Mm-hmm. People who are being told by parishioners, priests, you know, all this, what's in their Bible. And then you have people having questions and creating little sects. It's like, you know, Protestants, that's a broad term. You have the Baptists in Amsterdam. You have the Lutherans in Germany. You have the Presbyterians, Episcopalians, Methodists, whatever fucking heathen group later on. But then you have someone in power, King James, the audacity to say, no, this is the Bible. This is it. All 66 books bound and written right here. This is all you need. This is all you ever need. And the Catholics are like, what the fuck did you just say? And now you're just confusing the masses because if you think about it, like, it kind of reminds me of, like, the Middle East, mm-hmm. of just how fucking raw it gets when it comes to this just – Damn near sure a law, you know, when it comes to the Protestant and the Catholics and those two islands. It's like my way or the highway, and it's so ingrained and embedded the whole way. Yeah. I remember seeing a uh, a picture of a cemetery, and there's two pillars coming out of the cemetery over the fence. One's a Catholic cemetery. One's a Protestant cemetery. The husband was a Catholic. The wife was a Protestant. They were married. They were buried in separate cemeteries. But because there's there's two pillars— near the fence and in the fence are two hands holding from each pillar that is messed up as all day right right but they're catholic and protestant here here we could say it down south more proudly about division of religion when it just comes to protestants a baptist isn't gonna buy a car from a methodist <laughs> a presbyterian can't hang out with episcopalians they can't be trusted but you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's these little microcosms that build and build and build, and because we don't have a large Catholic population, we're gonna need somebody to hate. And if it wasn't the Catholics and Protestants, it'd be just Irish and English blood with the Scottish mixed in, or it'd be the fucking Welsh. Those those garbled motherfuckers can't speak a damn thing, and all they do is make jelly. Careful. They make jelly, and they don't speak real real English. They speak something else. They speak Gaelic. They speak a garbage language frogs but like even the italians have kind of something to go on with this because when they invaded back early early during you know high roman empire when they invaded they're fighting the celts they're fighting what's left of the you know whatever gaelics were and then you had the Nords that were invading ireland the vikings showed up there for a minute (laughs) Uh, yeah well the visigoths and you know that was later on but like all these people were just here in Ireland and England, trying to draw lines in the sand. The Romans drew one very, very well. They called the Hadrian's Wall line. Yep. Uh, and they held it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but eventually their shit falls. And what's left? Well, we still have the pagan Irish who are celebrating you know, their, their religion, which isn't too far off from pagans in Europe who are still trying to just get by uh, because 
Rome kind of stole their own mythology from Greece, and Greece, you know, it was just fly by night, just named God here, God here, goddess there, goddess there. Uh, Who also, coincidentally, like to light a couple of religions on fire. Yeah. So, like, you have this Europe, Europe, in like history wise, and this goes with Europe, Africa, and Asia mainly. The massive amount of history. Us in America is a drop in the bucket. Oh, yeah. So, like, whatever hateful things they have for each other is built back to some tribes, sons of tribes, sons of tribes, daughters of tribes, all the way back to the fucking cradle of civilization when they all left Africa. So, mm-hmm. that, that that's where I kind of put it. Like, they just need someone to hate. Yeah. And eventually, you run out of people to hate once you start killing all of them. <laughs> but, yeah, I think, I think this had very much to do with the troubles in Ireland. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that term, the troubles. It kind of downplays it a little too much. It, I, to be honest, I asked uh, when we were over there. Uh, our tour guide that was with us grew up there. He grew up in uh, Belfast, and I asked him. I said, "Why do y'all call it the troubles? Why don't you call it what it was? It was a civil war." And he said, "Eh." He said, we don't like to refer to it as a civil war. He said, you guys took the cake when it call, when you call something a civil war. That the only civil war that gets recognized in the world is yours. Well, it wasn't really civil. <laughs> no. Ain't no, war, so, ain't no thing, such thing as a civil war. Uh, Russia had seven of them. <laughs> yeah. Mexico had eight. <laughs> Yeah, but he said when you look at through throughout any history in the world, the the most recognizable civil war is the American Civil War. Hmm. And he said Ireland could have had fifteen civil wars, and it still wouldn't matter. It would be the only civil war that's considered in the world, as far as popular history goes, is the one from America. Hmm. He said so. Instead of calling it a full blown civil war, they just call it the Troubles. I come back to that on another episode. <laughs> the Civil War. I have a lot of things to say about that one. I'm not going to go full Ken Burns on it. But like, well, we're getting ready to teach it in uh, my class. So. You going to give it a whole two weeks or just a week? Uh, I know the timing. Timing's on that. Well, yeah, uh, you guys what, have 18 weeks? Yep. Teach history of the United States? Teach American history from... 1776. Uh, from the American Revolution until as far as you can get. 11. <laughs> I'd like to get at least to, uh, my goal is to get at least to Vietnam. Ooh. But I don't think I'm going to get that far. You mean, uh, I believe it's called a kerfuffle. A kerfuffle. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the proper term to describe the war in Vietnam. The conflict that was the kerfuffle of North and South Vietnam. We might do an episode on that later on, maybe in the springtime. Okay. Where it's nice and hot in the Carolina Delta. <laughs> <laughs> Get real. We are not a Delta. No. No. Our racism is genuine, not made by heat. <laughs> so, uh, that Mary Queen of Scots, what a bitch. <laughs> yes. Speaking of uh, carrying hatred for uh, another group because of their religion, mm. or just simply because they're different, we go on to the hyena of Auschwitz. Oof. Irma Grease, G-R-E-S-E. I probably mispronounced her name, but I don't care because she's a scum human being. Yeah, Grace, I think, is a German. What a bitch. There you go. 
That'll be the that'll be the info. Yes. That'll be the description of the episode. What a bitch with Chris and Christy. <laughs> I'll take it. I found her mugshot too. Oh god, the the mug the mugshots of Nuremberg are just a a high school alumni photo. It is. <laughs> and this one, she's she's mean. She looks like she looks meaner and shit. I teach about her, yeah. but I had to. I have to PG her down for the kids, oh, yeah. which I'm not going to do here. Ooh, she is the hyena of Auschwitz. She uh, was born when the sun didn't shine in 1923, and she was executed in 1945. Not nearly soon enough. She is one of the few female concentration camp workers hanged for war crimes by the British. Uh, she controlled 30,000 female prisoners at Auschwitz. She was 22 years old mm-hmm. during that time. She is, the young at that time, the youngest woman to be executed under British law in the 20th century. Just the 20th century, guys. Just the 20th century. Well, that 19th was just... Field with children. Yes. <laughs> uh, baseball card status. Uh, tortured physically and emotionally. She wore heavy boots so people could hear her uh, coming in advance. Yep. Carried a whip and a gun yeah. at all times and enjoyed shooting in cold blood. Like most of those guys. Her supervisors refused to tell her no. Uh, she was captured on April 17th of 45 by the Brits. And she was also reported during her trial by many witnesses to... I have to... uh, Potential trigger warning if you need it. She was reported during her trial by several witnesses to get, and I quote, sexual satisfaction from torture and shooting prisoners. Uh, she was executed in 45 uh, along with 55 others by the British and yeah uh, the way I teach about her is I have an activity that I got from another teacher and what I do is I show pictures of other uh uh, pictures from that time period. Sometimes they're pictures of people who escaped, or they're pictures of people who were Nazi figures. Uh, one of them, which I absolutely enjoy immensely, is a picture of left me the uh, ugly dude with the glasses. Himmler. Him, yeah, Heinrich Himmler. With his family yeah. on vacation at the beach. Yeah. The kids don't recognize him right off hand. So they always think he and his family are victims. So, Because I have to ask them, do you think based on this photograph, this family or these people are victims, perpetrators, bystanders, or uh, perpetrators? And they'll give me, based on the photo, they'll give me evidence why. And a lot of times it's stuff like, well, they've got brown hair, or they've got blonde hair, that makes them a perpetrator, stuff like that. And there's a picture of her in there. And it's a picture of her where she's 
kind of looking away from the camera and she's kind of grinning at somebody that's taking the picture of her and she's not really posing for her mugshot picture, which is one of the pictures that I show them later. And everybody thinks she's a victim. Show those pictures. And then I have to tell them PG version of her. Ooh. Kids get so... No way! There's no way she would do that! Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's like, like uh, when we were in school, we learned that they're normal people. Mm-hmm. Like every, every Nazi fuck was a normal person at one time. Before everything just went to shit, these were just like normal folk walking around. You know, she was a young girl probably when shit broke nasty. Uh, what year was she born? 23. I've got a little background on her aside from the baseball card status that yeah. I know about her from uh, teaching about her. Yeah, so she's so like 43. She's only 20 years old. Yeah. She was uh, 22 when she was executed. Yeah, so like when she's in full concentration camp mode, you know, she's probably 18. So, she's just a bitch on wheels from the beginning. Like, her family was against the Nazi party. Yeah. And her father was very much against the Nazi party to begin with. And she snuck away from the house and went to a rally. And she was mesmerized by a torchlight parade, thought it was the best thing in the whole world. And she signed up for the Hitler Youth against her family's permission. And she showed up to a family dinner one night wearing her, when she got accepted into the SS, she came to a family dinner in her uniform. And her father stood up at the dinner party and he said, you're not going to be in this family dress like that. And she said, then I'm not going to be in your family. So she was exiled from her own family. And she actually later went back and reported on him as uh being against the Nazi party. Political uh, agitators. Yeah. And her... We all know what happens to political agitators. Oh, yeah. They get got. Yeah. Her sister uh, survived and was... Uh, when they brought her to trial, she testified against her from another concentration camp. I think she was at Ravensbrück for a little while. She testified against her. Yeah, I've heard about the... Uh, uh, Ravensbrück is uh, kind of a famous one. That's where... Um, Wonder Von Braun worked for a little while. Uh, if you guys want to know about NASA, <laughs> he helped NASA. Yep. So that'll be another episode. Yeah, that's going to have to be in it. That's going to be where your love of NASA and my knowledge of uh, World War II and Nazis are going to come together. I'm not loving NASA. It's the fact we can shoot shit in space. But like, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I don't really give a fuck who's doing it. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, just... Just a fucking monster. Now, yeah. the fact that she's in Auschwitz and the fact that the British caught her is kind of is kind of telling us how far, because Auschwitz wasn't discovered by the Allies; it was discovered by the Russians. Yeah. Um. Uh. But a lot of the guards, commandants, and a lot, a lot of people don't realize this geographically. A lot of the concentration camps, a lot of them are on the eastern front. Yeah. So Russia encounters these. A shit ton of places. Yes. Ukrainian partisans do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the Czechs, Korean military, secret armies, you know, just all these guys are just finding these camps here and there. Uh, I believe there's actually a line, like you could draw a perfect straight line between Al- uh, uh, Berger-Belsen, Auschwitz, and Ravensbrück. Yep. Uh, 
and then like keep going south and then she starts getting like the literally little ones mm-hmm. like uh there was another one, raven something else but uh yeah and that's another thing the names they gave these people the hyena of auschwitz the bitch of belson elsa coke uh the fourth horseman of Ravensbrook. <laughs> well, she got the hyena of Auschwitz because she was reported that every time she would torture somebody, she would laugh hysterically, especially yeah. shooting people, all that kind of thing. She laughed hysterically every time she saw somebody get hurt. Uh, another another counterpart to this in the Nazi regime was Elsa Koch. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was also famous. She was another villain of history. Oh, yeah. Uh, who made a lamp of human skin <laughs> yeah i figured you'd want to take that one yeah uh she collected tattoos uh off the skin of anyone that she thought uh her her and guys grice are basically the same person mm-hmm. they're just at two different camps uh but it's really telling how like these are the people that you need there uh the, it wasn't a standard german nazi soldier who went to work at a camp you needed someone special, someone hardcore to the cause. And, you know, basically your backstory of old girl. Yeah, she was down. Mm-hmm. You could not change her mind. She was no different from the people stirring the pot at Jonestown. Yep. Uh, and I got a funny story about those, those that couple. They, they'd they been there since the beginning. Uh, but we'll talk about calls later. Maybe in a new episode <laughs> on Triple C. But, but with her and Coke, Elsa Coke... It seems like they're just doppelgangers of each other. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, this is what the party really needed to be back then. You know, we need these evil motherfuckers. And uh, a good description I always heard about the SS was an army of serial killers. Mm-hmm. They had to be. Because yeah. um, something me and you know very, very much is that when they first tried the when they first tried the the final solution. Some soldiers were getting burnt the fuck out. Yes. And going nuts, uh, killing people by gun. Uh, just lining people up, shooting them, and killing them. Yeah, they got, they, it burned them out and it made them go nuts. Uh, a great example, if you guys ever get a chance to see it, whoever's listening, uh, Schindler's List, there's a soldier who's losing his fucking mind about halfway through the movie after they start liquidating the ghettos and he is gone. Mm-hmm. Like he just starts laughing and cackling, not because he's happy, but because he's like, this is the world I live in. And just, go meanwhile the other ones are just like this is an inconvenience of my time mm-hmm. and those are the people they wanted yeah. um but it also goes into like a really bad bad philosophical saying of you'd be surprised what you get used to mm-hmm. and this seems like the upper echelon of that like going it just go, go quick going into this Auschwitz was a town yeah this was put in the middle of fucking nowhere town it was a no man's land it got super hot in the summer and dead cold in the winter this is a terrible fucking place to live even the people in poland were like we don't go there Mm -hmm. it's a terrible place Mm -hmm. not this is before the nazis this is a terrible wasteland that you can't farm because you'll die there yeah well it started out Auschwitz started out as a uh uh military camp yeah so when they started adding on to it to build the concentration camp nobody in town really batted an eyelash because i mean germany's at war so they figured they're just making the military camp bigger because germany's at war but then starts raining ashes 
can't tell me when you go to the car to your nine to five you have to rake ashes off your windshield to go to work. You can't tell me nobody noticed. But I, I that's a tale for another day. Yeah, that's a tale for another day. <laughs> who, who, who's complicit? Yeah, my uh, as as you will know, I've seen the movie Conspiracy more times than. Sorry, Tom Hiddleston. Yes, <laughs> as a secretary with two lines to his name. Uh. And that guy from Wild Wild West. Yes. Kenneth Brother. <laughs> Kenneth Brother. Um, they have a conversation about the Holocaust by bullets that they're talking about. And uh, Major Langa is uh, depicted in there. And he's talking about the members of the Einstein's group and who are pulling it off. And he's mentioning that it's pretty much playing hell on them. Yeah. He says they're... They're getting to be, this getting to be bad. And even Kenneth Branagh's character, Reinhard Heydrich, says, you know, this is too much for them. A member of the political party, the Nazi party, actually gets angry at them. Why can't you do this? Why are you, why are you saying you can't pull this off? You're following orders. And then he even says, I'll volunteer. And... Reinhard Heydrich says, no, you won't. But one of the books that I've read is on the Einstein's grouping, and it's got a lot of firsthand accounts where they talk about that. And basically the only way they survived it was alcohol and drugs. Yeah, they're breaking uh, uh, privetin. Yeah. Meth. Yeah. Then there's a man who did a firsthand account that talked about it. And he basically said that he was crashed out and drunk the whole time. Yeah. But he also talked about the ones who weren't. And he said that they would go out in the evenings and get more alcohol for the next day. And they had a guy who would go with them and carry stuff with them. And they would all be like, well, I want, I want that. And he wouldn't get anything. Ask him, like, hey, how come you're not going to get He's like, I don't need it. Doing my job for the fatherland. Yeah, so he's 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 ate up with it. He would be the and they said he would be the first one there and the last one to go home. Yeah, so those guys are the ones that were the most fucking dangerous. Yep, and he they said he got promoted. Yeah, and they said that when he got promoted, they were all happy yeah. because they said as soon as he left, they were all like, "Okay, now we're Ooh, all Jeff is gone." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now we're not all feeling real weird about that. Yeah, yeah, Jeff was really cool about a lot of shit. Yeah, uh, that. We didn't want to do. Yeah. Well, like, like people like understand this. It's like, and this is a bureaucracy thing. This was the evils of bureaucracy at the top tier. Mm-hmm. Is like these guys were trained to fight people with guns. Yeah. Military fighting men on their level. That's what they were trained to fight. Yeah. And then when they get there, it's a village of poor people who live in the fucking wilderness. And women and children, old people, and who've already been devastated by a civil war in Russia. Of the Bolsheviks and the communists. So, yeah, they're fighting people that are already on death's door. Not to mention Poland, which has already been ripped in half yeah. by the Russians and the Germans. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, it's a special mentality that just stays with you. Uh, and we hear stories of like that now. Uh, uh, U.S. soldiers in Vietnam, especially, who just check the fuck out 
and decided to do the extreme against the enemy, quote unquote. Um, and it goes even further, you know, how is it that you could get militaries to kill college kids in a square? How can you get military men to decimate a whole uh, city in uh, Nairobi? You know, it's all about what you can get people to do and make them get used to it. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it is indoctrination. Um, and another thing, this kind of goes back to Mary Queen of Scots. Those people had to do that. Yeah. There, there were guys, there were soldiers on the ground who did these things. Uh, and we'll be talking about quite a few of them, but this is where I kind of get the argument of just like, it's in the human nature to just destroy something mm-hmm. and it feels good. But then there's a limit. Yeah. yeah. The guy you talked about doesn't have a fucking limit. Yeah. He's got a void to feel that's impossible. Mm-hmm. He would burn through nations before he realized, maybe I should take a break and then get back to it after that 15-minute break. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, and that kind of plays into the whole, the whole, what could you do for your country? Could you burn a bunch of Protestants? Could you just, could you dig a ditch and fill it with bodies in Germany or Poland or whatever you know that yeah. and with a person like Grice, she's another she's a great example of doesn't have a fucking limit something happened to her or this is a this is kind of an argument of nature versus nurture she is just ready to go mm-hmm. some people out there and they live among us they work at Starbucks probably <laughs> that are ready or the post office or ready to light your shit up yeah and just hide it very well mm-hmm. uh we'll we'll be doing uh, uh probably a, a honorable mention at the end of some other female serial killers but the, you describe something that she gained sexual pleasure out of murdering and torturing people yeah which in the entire dsmr mm-hmm. uh and such st- as it is and <laughs> the study of female serial killers mm-hmm. it's very rare like it's damn near one in ten thousand that you find a, a female killer that's getting sexual pleasure for murder. That is almost impossible. Uh, I, don't, I don't believe any American serial killer female has done that from killing people and just getting off on it. Like there are plenty of men, you know, the big three, Gacy, Bundy, Dahmer, you know, those are the ones. But with something like this, mm-hmm. I think the fact that she said like, Keep in mind, guys, this was legal. Mm-hmm. Because it failed in the guise of legality for her, I think that's why she really got the pleasure that she could be a fucking dog and it be on the books Yeah, as as okay to do. Yeah, uh, It is kind of fascinating, though. Uh, and we'll, we'll come back to the whole regime in like an eight-part, 90-minute episodes, <laughs> you know, anthology uh, about these fucks these chuckle fucks and how they all got murked yeah uh, at least most of them until nasa um just saying dupont needs that german guy to make chemicals yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah that was miss grice <laughs> now to steer you to what i think is going to be a long discussion probably longer than that last one let's go to texas let's, let's come to this side of the uh, of the ocean 
Miss Bonnie Parker. My bitch. Mine too. <laughs> ride or die straight to hell, Bonnie yeah, Parker. When, when we say ride or die, we ain't kidding this time. This tiny little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who carried a BAR. Well, a sawed-off BAR. And like, but still. But still. Uh, <laughs> so there her, are men that can't shoot a BAR. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Miss Parker and her sister yes. <laughs> were dealed with uh, Robin Banks mm-hmm. and getting theirs. Now, in the... In the uh, in the pantheon of bank robbers of the 1920s and 30s, they are probably the most famous yes. couple. Mm-hmm. Were they the best? No. No. Nah. They were shitty at robbing banks. <laughs> they were bad at a lot of shit. Uh, and that's why they died. Because <laughs> they're dumb. <laughs> they're dumb hicks from Texas. Would you, would you like the baseball status? How many RBIs did she get in a single season? <laughs> What's her fucking batting average? 300? Bonnie Parker was born in 1910 and died in 1934 at the ripe old age of 23. Uh, alongside her, air quotes, partner, <laughs> Clyde Barrow, they murdered a grand total of 12 people. Law, uh, nine of them were law enforcement in their two-year a career from February of 32 to May of 34. They died in a police ambush. Uh, the two famous names were the Texas Rangers. Uh, along with those Texas Rangers were federal men and others. There was a grand total of 112 bullet holes in the car that were among the number counted. More than a dozen guns and several thousand rounds of ammunition, including 120-round BAR magazines. And the BAR was Bonnie's weapon of choice. Uh, I was fortunate enough to see the car. Hmm. What a mess. Like, oh, I bet. To be as lighthearted as possible. Fuck. <laughs> like, uh, but in hindsight, they probably deserved every goddamn bullet. Uh, just saying, these were murderers at, at, at the low end. Except Bonnie, you know, it's said that Bonnie may have not killed anyone. But she did pop off quite a few fucking rounds yeah. with her little BAR. For those who don't know, it's a Browning automatic rifle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it shoots a very large bullet, and it's super fucking loud. Yes. <laughs> uh, she also carried a thirty-eight handgun. Mm-hmm. Also, as a pig sticker. Which uh, I believe is the one that, in that famous picture of her where she's got her foot up on the car and that big cigar hanging out of her mouth, is the, car, is the yeah. gun that she has on her hip. Yeah. So, quick... Just a quick rundown of Buddy Parker and Clyde Barrow. Uh, young love idiots. <laughs> yeah. Young love idiots. Ro- Romeo and Juliet for this generation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just just terrible people in general. Dumber and fuck uh, is the <sighs> nicest thing I could say about the two of them. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. I'm sorry. Um, the, <laughs> the funniest thing I think about when it comes to Bonnie Parker and Clyde Barrow was... They would go to a town, rob it, get little money, spend all the money, and just hang outside of another town, camping, basically roughing it, in the nicest clothes possible, burning through cash like a bunch of fucking idiots, and just to go to the next one. And they had a gang of people with them. Mm. Uh, I use that word gang loosely. It's a squad. 
maybe like five people. But uh, Body Parker's sister was a part of them. Mm-hmm. And we'll be going to deep dive into gangsters, so I'm trying to leave a lot of shit out, out of this. But the most telling thing I love about the Bonnie Parker story is the tor- story of the Rangers yes. that killed these two chuckle fucks. Uh, because one almost killed himself because of it. Yeah. Uh, if you watched that movie that was on Netflix, it had Highwaymen. It's an over-exaggerated mess about the two guys that did it. Kevin Costner's character, uh, I forget Hank his Hammond. Aaron Hammond, uh, regretted this ambush almost as much as Melvin Purvis regretted killing John Dillinger and Pretty Boy Floyd. Yeah, and Babyface Nelson. You know, they, they they murdered people. Okay, to yeah. stop them. This was a this was a time in the world where shoot on sight was implemented by banks. Okay, this is this is a big thing that will go down later on in another seven hour five part episode okay uh but as the ambush starts uh there's a man on the side of the road who needs his car fixed uh they pull over he says he's good and that was the signal they go down the road a little bit more and as soon as and this is how it plays out true story a guy comes out from the fucking side of the road out of the bushes basically points his gun at the car the car stops and before anyone really has anything to say a bullet fires and shoots Clyde in the head he died instantly Mm -hmm. but the part Hammond had a problem with as soon as that gun went off Bonnie Parker screams and that's the only thing he heard before the bullets started rattling off and he said it's the most blood curdling scream he had ever heard in his fucking life yeah it ruined his life. His wife even said that. Her screaming and getting lit the fuck up in a car mm-hmm. ruined his life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and before all this, they were just involved in a fucking shootout weeks before mm-hmm. where she got fucked up. Uh, some cops tried to ambush him and end up kitchen, uh, uh, capturing Bonnie Parker's sister. Bonnie Parker's sister gets blinded during the shootout by glass. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a famous photo of her uh, with her mouth wide open, giving this very scary look. That's because she can't see. And because a guy with a camera was there, flashed the camera, and she thought a cop was running, walking up to her and shooting her in the face. That's why she looks like that. Because she thinks she's going to get murdered in cold blood by being put in a cop car. Because that's the way it was. Yeah. Pretty boy Floyd got shot in a fucking orchard. His guts got blown the fuck out. Because he ain't going to stop. <laughs> like, yeah. He's just going to keep running. Bilger got shot in the eye. Yeah. Right through the fucking cheek. <laughs> Gone. While he's running. Yeah. Like, Babyface Nelson got lit the fuck up like he should have. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he goes out half-ass, his body half-ass out of a car during a high-speed chase and get lit up by the fucking cops. Yeah. Uh, these people died rough because they did rough shit. Yeah. And... Go back to that. Go back to that earlier shootout. They shoot the battery in the car, and there's no, there's no protection in the car. Then, mm-hmm. so she has battery acid explode on her fucking legs. And I, I and, knew she had a. I knew one of her legs was messed up, and she was a. She was limping. And by Clyde the end. was going to leave her. Ooh, but the young guy they had with them grabbed her and threw her in the car. Threw her in the other car. But Clyde was also, you know, he was ride or die with his wife, but he was also, I got to keep going because we have an agreement 
that if I die, she needs to fucking run. And if she dies, I got to go. So when that battery explodes on her legs, he's automatically thinking, He's gone. Fuck, because that's a life destroyed injury because it it burnt to the bone. It that that acid from the batteries back in burnt her to the fucking bone. So she's very injured by the time that ambush happens. And in all intents and purposes, they could have just shot Clyde in the head and just arrested her. There's no way she would have had time to pull a gun. Like radius of like where they were. They could have just popped her in the fucking mouth with a pistol. And that would have been it. I know there were reports at the end that she... I'll skip that because I know you're wanting to get more. Well, no, go ahead. Go ahead. We, well, go I know there were reports at the end that she was uh, doing a lot of opium. Yeah, she needed like a pain. She was painkiller, laudanum stuff really like that. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah, that snake I think it was the laudanum stuff. Yeah, whatever. Like they do on Tombstone. Was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever that bitch was. You it's the same bottle Lou gave you. None of your goddamn business. <laughs> yeah, that was like eight bottles ago. But we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> oh, that'll be a fun episode. Yes. <laughs> um, but. She, she's kind of a divisive character in history. Is mm-hmm. she a villain? Yes. Was she innocent? Fuck no. no. But did she deserve to get lit the fuck up? 112 times. <laughs> maybe not. Like, maybe not 112 times. Maybe just one to the back of the head would be fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a horrific story. Mm. Uh, we'll get into it when I get our gangsters. Oh, I'm so excited for that one. <laughs> yeah, that was going to be fun. Because Melvin Purvis is just a weird fucking name dude who's just like, I'm going to kill all these goddamn motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> but such a nice guy in real life. <laughs> all right. But hey, before we go to the, oh. some of the stuff we, we had covered uh, in Assassins of his, Assassinations in the 60s, <laughs> uh, a good portion of Martin Luther King and Malcolm X were born around these fucking times that these people were just walking around, beatboxing yep. around. And just the, the idea of like, that's happening. While Germany is reforming, like, think about that. Like, we are dealing with a crime wave of just cold-blooded killers, a depression, uh, an unemployment rate of 25%. Meanwhile, Germany's just like, hey, the Nazis gave me a job. I have a job. I don't have to stand in this three-deep line for soup and bread that is yeah. probably not going to be there by the time I get there. Meanwhile, and meanwhile, hey, this guy with the stupid mustache yeah, is giving me a job. Yeah. Meanwhile, over here, hey, did you hear about them robbing the bank? Man, fuck the bank. They burned that motherfucker to the ground. They took my house. And it's just yeah. like, we are thriving on criminal activity. Yeah. And loving it. And, you know, this is probably going to make me sound bad, but I don't care. And think about how the police are handling the crime. Not well. I shoot him 112 times. Yeah. But that, that that's the ramped up police. Some of them are just like, I guess I'll chase him. Fuck, yeah. he's, got, fuck, fuck he's got a V8. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. You got people being taken hostage by these motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, he was so nice. He's such a nice guy. But then, of course, you've also got... The other hostages from other ones are just like, that motherfucker popped me in the goddamn mouth. <laughs> Asshole. And you've got the report of uh, Clyde pulling into a gas station and shooting the attendant. Yeah. For, I think, $4 in his pocket and a gal- and a tank of gas. Yeah. Uh, Clyde Barrow uh, is a very unique character. Air quotes. <laughs> uh, quote, unquote, unique. Uh, dumber than a sack of hammers. Uh but all I think of when I think about these people a lot is the movie Bonnie and Clyde, 
with uh, Faye Dunaway and uh, I forget his name. Anyway, I can't stand that movie. Oh, I love it because it's a fictionalized version of the story. It's so fictionalized. The only thing that the only thing that actually holds true to them in the movie is the fact that their names are Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, uh, but fun fact: the actor, the lead actor about that movie. Just a little trivia: uh, the lead actor in Faye Dunaway. Uh, God, what the fuck is his name? Um, <laughs> Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty. Is it Warren Beatty? It's Warren Beatty. Oh but Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway <laughs> had to have a side of contract halfway through filming saying they wouldn't fuck on set anymore. Anymore? <laughs> <laughs> because they just really wanted to do that. I guess to get into character. Even but, though their characters are not supposed to have sex? Yeah. In the movie? In the, but they were just railing, like, half t- halfway through the filming, they were just, like, railing all the time. And they're just like, you need to fucking stop. God damn it. Like, can I just imagine the director, like, just nowadays, like, fuck! Like, I can't get nothing done with these goddamn actors. (laughs) I'm sorry, but the only way I could see Warren Beatty is, like, the grandpa in Roseanne. Was he the grandpa in Roseanne? Dan's dad. Yeah, that was just right. It is Warren Beatty. (laughs) That's the only way I could see him. Sorry. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I got distracted. But, uh... No, that's not Warren Beatty. Is it? Not James Conn. It's not James Conn. Conn's in misery. Yeah. Uh, while, we, while we do that, <laughs> while we fact check that. IMDb, I'll be back. <laughs> the Highwaymen did show a very important part of the Bonnie and Clyde story, which was the breakout at the beginning, uh, where you see Bonnie lighten up this fucking, like, like, you see her with the gun, the BAR. Mm-hmm. But the only problem with that, that movie, with that movie was it's a full BA, BAR. Hers was sawed off. She had a sawed off barrel and a hand, a handlebar and a, um, Pistol grip handle. Uh, I have returned from IMDb. Uh, it is Ned Beatty yeah. in Roseanne. I apologize. Not yeah. Warren Beatty. Yeah. Warren Beatty was in uh, a movie with Halle Berry when he tried to fuck Halle Berry. <laughs> it was funny as shit. Yeah, Ned Beatty was the uh, the dad for Ru- Rudy. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> Sorry. I apologize. Yeah. Uh, and the guy from Deliverance. Ooh. that scene we'll talk about that one another. no we will not yeah you'll yeah, do we'll, that by yourself oh yeah oh yeah but uh <laughs> we'll we'll go let's go ahead and go to our next one just just to <laughs> let go of the gangsters just for a minute because i'm just excited on that yeah uh so since i am the lover of all things vampire we have to pay homage we have to pay homage to the og female vampire folklore lady countess elizabeth bathory from Hungary. 1560 to 1614. Countess Elizabeth Bathory. Uh, we're about to discover America. Yay! <laughs> yay! You mean we're going to kind of discover America. Hey, look at that house. I found it. That'd be nice if all that shit was mine. Yeah. I'm tired of sexually assaulting manatees for a little This is, you know... In the 1500s, late 1500s, so this is the tail end of the last plague. <laughs> so we're coming off that as a human race. Yeah. Thanks, hamsters. Oh, my God. It was caused by hamsters. By fleas. On hamsters. On rats. And hamsters. That's where they come from, Eastern Europe. Look at look at the plague and tell me we should have these little gerbil motherfuckers running around breeding the fucking plague. Yeah, just saying, marmots and stoats and and what uh, hamsters and gerbils need to go. Don't keep them as pets; they're bad creatures. I'll give you the black plague, not the Jews. But 
But the gerbils make such cute noises. They make that little... Do you know it's a crime you only have one in oh, New Zealand? Because they'll get sad and die. A friend of mine has one. I've been telling them every <gasps> day that they need to get another one because it's a fucking crime. They need to at least have a friend. They need to have play dates or something where they can go and have friends. Anyway, away from the happiness and onto Elizabeth Bathory. So the king in Hungary heard rumors of missing girls at Elizabeth Bathory's house. So he sent an investigation. They found one dead and one dying, others wounded and locked up in uh, cages and in the dungeon in the basement. Witness testimony stated severe beatings for an extended time, use of needles, burning or mutilation to hands, also to faces and genitalia, biting off flesh of faces, arms and other body parts, and the starving of victims. Total thought to be in the hundreds over a 25 year period. Uh, she was sent to trial, but her social status meant that she did not get any type of punishment. So she was put under house arrest in her lavish castle, but she was only sentenced to one room. So she stayed in her one room forever until she died. And the website that I found it from, I do not remember, which I hate. Uh, I will try to remember so I can give them the credit that they deserve because this line was amazing. Bathing in blood is folklore, but sadly, it's the only thing she didn't do. Yeah. So, <laughs> the, the famous myth of some... And it happens a lot with women, I've noticed. Uh, either either good ones or bad ones, you know, whatever. There's always a weird myth mm-hmm. associated with their rule. Uh, Catherine Great with a horse. <gasps> yeah. Uh, Joan of Arc seeing God. You know, all these little things that never happened. Mm-hmm. But with her, the bathing in the blood was a thing but in all actuality she put it on her face like she would dip her hands in bowls of vessels of blood and just put it on her face mm-hmm. she wouldn't bathe in it like in hostel too with old girls just hanging upside down squealing like a motherfucker yeah or uh which uh, is a fucking rough fucking scene to watch in a, a movie theater it, i went to see it in the movie theater it was rough uh the other movie that they portray that in is a movie called stay alive which is about video games i, yeah, highly I remember recommend. that that was a I fantastic love that movie. movie it's such a, a underrated movie if you have not seen it halloween watch guys gotta check it out Absolutely. Yeah, every day of Hall- every day of october watching new harmony i watched friday the 13th this morning it was fantastic <laughs> i highly recommend stay alive if you haven't seen it yeah, that they came out on the same dot com or something like that it came out i remember yeah, that fear.com yeah uh i actually went to see stay alive in the movie theater it was actually quite good but the idea, the folklore of Elizabeth Bathory is that there was a servant girl cutting her hair and she cut her with the scissors. So Elizabeth Bathory hit her or she took the scissors and stabbed her to death. And when she did, the girl's blood got on her hand and she thought the blood made her skin look younger. So to keep herself looking younger forever, she would bathe in blood to make herself look younger. Which it's... It's the female Vlad the Impaler Dracula story. Hold on. Vlad the Impaler defended Europe from the Muslims. Uh, he had a job to do. This lady's just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's 
it, you got to have some theory oh, yeah. of the vampire lore from everywhere. Yeah, we talked about it. You, you got to have a name, you know. Oh yeah, Elizabeth Bathory. Well, you know, bather she, in blood. She got the Blood Countess. Yeah, that's a cool name. Yeah, that's a, that is. You know, it's no bitch of Belson or you know hyena of Auschwitz. Yeah, but you know, it's a name. Yeah, right? the Blood Countess. Yeah, so that's it's it adds to the Dracula lore so much. You know, mm-hmm. with the blood and everything being you know something rejuvenation. We see it in uh, all kinds of media. It's like a vampire eat. Uh, Dracula all the time, skin and bone, and then he feeds on someone, and now he's just like Colin Farrell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Or it's the idea that one of the things that uh, you're you're gonna complain and grunt and groan as you do, yeah, about like that. When I went to college and I took uh, women's studies, we talked about the idea that the reason they bring her up in the vampire lore is that only a woman would be considered a vampire for vanity reasons. Mm. Kind of a lame ass reason that a man wouldn't want to rub blood on them to try to look younger. I'm pretty sure Lindsey Graham does that every day. (laughs) Would you like to see my peacocks (laughs) and just slaughters an albino peacock, which is like a one in 10,000 fucking animal. And just bays in its blood and eats its legs. For those that don't know, Lindsey Graham is the dishonorable senator of South Carolina. Uh, but anyway, I digress. Uh, you had devoted. Uh, you had uh, brought up the fact that she uh, was imprisoned in her own house. Yes. Uh, do you know why she got that sentence? Because uh, she was too high ranking in royalty at that time to be sentenced to anything she yes was... and no actually oh, okay so the yes and no part yes she was high up but it gave her the right to to enact uh, a funny little thing in europe uh if me and you committed a crime as peasants uh we would get the rope mm-hmm. but uh at any moment you could ask for an ecclesiastical court you know what that is i'm guessing it's a religious kind of thing it's a trial by church. Uh, you would ask for an uh, uh, ecclesiastical trial, which Miss Bathory did. And because she spoke Latin and could read Latin, she read from the Bible, which exonerated her crime to a lesser sentence other than being torn apart by horses or whatever fucking <laughs> thing they did back then. <laughs> which she would have rightfully deserved. Yeah, so if she was a poor, yeah. They would have burnt her out of house and home and ripped her apart. Uh, another story about this of poor people doing terrible shit is the Sonny Bean family. Ooh. Who are a branch, a branch of uh, incest cannibals <gasps> yep. who killed roadside goers. Uh, and because they were poor, couldn't get an ecclesiastical trial. So they burnt all the children and murdered the wife and husband who were brother and sister. I'm really sorry, but you know. The, the kids, it's not their fault because they were... They were cannibals. They were brought up in that and they didn't know. But the... the, the, the they've already o- been affected the by man OGs, they, they should have... Well, they've already been affected by the man flesh. So. They should have killed them and resurrected them and killed them again. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, double life sentence. Double, <laughs> double execution. <laughs> yeah. You die and come back, you should go again. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she asked for an ecclesiastical uh, uh, court um, because that was something you could do back then. Um, a lot of a lot of kind of famous figures around that time uh, knew this secretly, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of people in the church that went to church back then didn't go to the same church as the higher ups. So there is a disparity of justice, as always. Um, 
But this one, uh, from what I understand, the townsfolk got ramped the fuck up right before she demanded this. And we're going to actually burn her goddamn house down. I mean, it makes sense. But it's the way, her, her house, though, is a fortress because mm-hmm. it has dungeons and shit. Yeah. And she's got guards and shit who I imagine didn't really feel bad about, hey, there's a new girl popping in every now and then. I can fuck around with and then just disappear like it's not a consequence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that goes back to what we spoke of earlier. It's just like, ah, yeah. yeah, we could have it. it. We could do it. When you hire your HR people, you as HR, when you hire people, you got to hire the correct people. Yeah. People that you know who will uh, allow you to get away with things. People that pass the vibe check. Yup. <laughs> that rolled nat 20s all day. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, with that, but she, you know, her... Be, her her mythology yeah. adding to the story of, you know, Dracula, you know, is kind of fascinating because this is a real life person, mm-hmm. much like Vlad the Impaler, who is also part of that mythos. And then we just keep adding and adding these real people and it kind of makes them live forever. Yeah. Uh, and that that's something like as someone who likes to tell stories, like read stories and tell stories and kind of incorporate it like that is the most fascinating part about all these women mm-hmm. is we have women of the modern era, you know, the Elsa Cokes, your uh, Bonnie Parkers and stuff that are, have made it within the last hundred years. Mm-hmm. And we're like, wow, what, wow, that's fucked up, you know? But then we got people like Bloody Mary, Queen of Scots, Elizabeth Bathory, who are so far in history, they're like, God damn, like, you, like, that is demonstrative. How is that a person? Yeah. You know, this has to not be real. And uh, the sad thing is, and I, I, I mean, you've talked about it before, is like how far long before people like Grice and Coke are cons- put up on that echelon of, yeah, but did they do it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's yeah. there's that mythos of history. Like, hey, this is what we know in the modern era of people, but here's the story of people long before the modern era who are bigger than life, who will, whose names will echo in history, but will always have like a touch of myth in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like your Christopher Columbus, you know, sailing across the ocean blue, discovering America. He was a butcher mm-hmm. uh, and introduced pigs, which is a detriment as much as I love pigs is a detriment to the North American continent. <laughs> hey, they are. They're delicious. We need to kill more of them. Stop killing chickens. Just kill more pigs. They're delicious. There's but, not enough, but bacon. <laughs> but yeah, there's not enough pork belly in the world. <laughs> um, but you know, you got people like that with the mythos, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to you know our real life, you know, real life people that could you know are pretty much heroes in the eyes of a lot of people. You know, like your Kennedys and Eisenhowers or something like that, who actually yeah. did something with their fucking lives. Yeah. Except, made giant mistakes like deporting a shit ton of Mexicans or riding with the top down. You know, <laughs> you know these are these are the mistakes of the great men. Um, yeah. And we'll, we'll be doing another episode about the evilest men in history because that's going to be a tight fucking list. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's going to be hard to narrow down. It's just like, I choose you, Hitler. It's just like, I choose you, Mussolini. It's like, use bubble beam. Like, it's like, yeah, how, how are we not going to do just the dictator list? Yeah, the, the, the hardest <laughs> hardcore dictators of history. All guys. Yeah, uh, for real. Uh, that, that as, as much as I love just record 50 episodes a day yeah. <laughs> and yeah. knock these out. Yeah, for real. But with like, let's do some honorable mentions. 
Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and knock out these honorable mentions real quick. Uh, Eileen Warnos. Hey! What a bitch. <laughs> oh. Now, I got to ask. All right, so we covered her on a older episode of Couch Potatoes, yes. uh, that murder show. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that episode, I said, I believe that the first murder was justified. Uh, I believe the guy, the preacher she killed was not justified and it was just a crime of money, you know, just robbing and killing. Uh, what are your thoughts on Miss Warnos before Independence Day where she lies on the mothership and returns? <laughs> that reminds me. I was going to ask if it was close to the year she was going to come back, but I think we've already passed. Oh, it. yeah. Long, long past. She's okay. Because I think it was like 2017. Or she would have loved the new Independence back. Day. <laughs> I haven't got to see it yet. Don't it's tell dumb. me. How dare you? It can't be. The original was such a gem. It is. It's got the greatest speech of all time. It does. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Uh, guys he, on Discord, Bill, y'all, Pullman, y'all, like, Bill Pullman should have run for this president. Is not, this is not some ironic hippie bullshit. This is me saying Bill Pullman's speech from Independence Day needs to replace the national anthem immediately. <laughs> when I taught English, I used it in speech analysis class because we had to and yeah. analyze speeches i used it should and the kids were like this is amazing where is it from I'm like, <laughs> it's a goddamn movie about aliens <laughs> sorry will smith and randy quaid yeah. inspirational speeches <laughs> and jeff goldblum <laughs> absolutely did not mix it in with malcolm x's the ballad or the bullet yeah did not mix it in with that yep fiction it, speeches are good like there are good fiction speeches orlando bloom and fucking kingdom of heaven fantastic yeah i put i put it in there with ballad of the bullet and then i put it in there with uh kurt russell yelling at a train station after putting a bullet in the cowboy yeah you tell him i'm coming and he'll he'll come with, with me, me. You're right up there with yep. i have a dream yep. <laughs> i also put it in there with uh shawshank redemptions uh the comes get busy, down to a choice get busy get living, living or get busy dying oh if you just want to be sad yeah <laughs> uh as far as Eileen Warnos goes, I that's so hard. It's hard for her because I I really do believe a lot of hers is like mental illness, PTSD, this mental trauma, like physical mental trauma from years. Because she has such a messed up upbringing and beginning of life. She, it's one of those things where it's just like how small the world is. Yeah. Like from the year she operated, at any time, at the at the beginning of her reign or her little run, at did the, she or did she not run into Bundy? Oh, that'd be a fucking fight! <laughs> oh, Bundy might would have had. Hey, Bundy would have had a fight on his goddamn hands. Oh yeah, he would he would have to take a hacksaw to her alive. Like <laughs> I can hear her. You better move on, son. Nah, not. Hey, can I get a ride, Mister? Now it would have been awful if she met Ed Kemper. Mm. That would have been a fight. Six foot eight, three hundred pound. Ed that, Kemper. that wouldn't have been a fight. That would have been a. I go my way, you go your way. We don't talk about this. You like, you like Lord of the Rings? <laughs> <laughs> Just hey, how you doing? You like Lord of the Rings? I, you know, I was going to be a cop, but I'm too big. <laughs> oh, is that why? You ever heard the word copulation? <laughs> it's like Jesus. <laughs> but now, Ali Wardos is like. The modern era of American villains is probably the biggest one when I think of just like America's own. You yeah, know? like female serial killers. That's yeah. like up there and as we, far you know, as the modern ones go. You know, just going across the pond, 
Uh, uh, the Palm. Rosemary West. Is a, I saw her on the list, and I'm like, I don't know if Chris wants to do serial killers on this list. But if she's not. a couple killer. She's a, she's a couple killers. Her and her husband Fred. Yeah. Uh, they were good at murdering people together. Uh, yeah. Them and uh, Carla Homolka and that, mm, and her husband, mm. um, an aspiring uh, rapist. <laughs> good. From Canada, of all places. That. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah, say it, don't say it, don't yeah, say it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I gotta, uh, you know, we, we, we talk about these these women, you know, they always get, history in history-wise, they get undercut yes. a little bit. Uh, you know, it's, it's an old-fashioned kind of thing, you know, undercut these women, because these, like, I'm not talking about success stories, but they are a tale about the testament of, a hum- of humanity. Yeah. A lot of it's always about guys, um, but you know, with the women in history, there's not a lot to tell because some people say it's there's no interest. There's yeah. interest. Oh yeah, it's just people are refusing to tell their story. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the biggest ones are like you have your Queen Elizabeth the first or your uh, Margaret Thatcher. You know, but the, these these people are icons in England, and you have over here, you know. What great women in American history is a story worth telling? You know, you have people that defied slavery, like Harriet Tubman. Mm -hmm. And you have a counterpart, Harriet Beecher Stowe, who wrote Mm -hmm. a fictional book that caused the Civil War. (laughs) According to uh, President Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Uh, To her face, which is what kills me. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Could you imagine looking the president? Of the United States in the face, and he goes, "So you're the little lady who caused this great war." I just would love to have been there and him looking look, Abe Lincoln in the face. Listen here, you fucking lumberjack fairy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Listen here, bitch." And they just sort of duked it out right there. Because you know, women women back there were some sterner stuff. You know, I think she would have fought that wrestling motherfucker who, who may have been have. secretly gay. <laughs> lumberjack fairy on the five. <sighs> uh, another, you know, another woman in history. That is a great figure in history. That doesn't get any. It is not a villain. It was, I would love to do a list of these, but I'll probably add it to it. Is Woodrow Wilson's wife, who is who's probably the first female president, <laughs> because he was an invalid by the time his president before his president ended, and she would be like have secretaries come in and be like, "I'll, I'll have him look at it." And then just forge a signature because her signature does not look like Woodrow Wilson's signature. Yeah. And it's just like, did we win World War One because she kept signing papers? Yeah. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Or FER's lesbian wife. <laughs> you know, just like great women in history, in American history. So many. Mm-hmm. Just so many. Um, and we'll make a list on that. If you guys want to listen to it, just let us know in the Discord. We'll make a fucking list of great women in history. Uh, when's Women's History Month? Or, Women's History Month? Do they have a month? They don't yeah, have a month? We have a month. Yeah, when is that? I'm trying to remember which day is women, Women's International Empowerment Day. International Women's Day? I think it's in... Christy. I'm trying to think if it's already passed. Hey, Women's Day is already passed. Breast Cancer Wellness Month is around the corner. By the time of this recording. <laughs> uh... Now nah, you guys got cell phones. You can look it up. <laughs> What he said. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, this has been another great episode. Uh, let us know in the Discord of any like particular event you want us to cover, any era of history. Uh, Christy has just recently started school back uh, <laughs> in the high school level, so we'll be hearing a lot of stories from there. 
uh, about how she's teaching history. You can probably smell the coffee as you listen to this podcast. Yep. <laughs> really hoping for legalization of cocaine. <laughs> Fingers crossed. No, because that means the kids will be on it. No, no, no you, could, you you have to be thirty. The legal age of legal cocaine use is thirty. Like cigarettes should be. <laughs> I'm just saying. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Check out all those stuff on the network. Uh, something good network. Uh, this fucking guys every Wednesday. Um, couch potatoes when we can't time. <laughs> uh, triple C with me and whoever. Um, but yeah, check out everything on the network. Check out the merch uh, we got posted up. Any little bit will help. If you're interested in any uh, pictures or mug shots from any of these, let us know in the Discord and I'll throw them up for you. Oh, yeah. You've been listening to the Something Good Network. If you liked what you heard, you can follow us on Instagram and check out the other great shows on the network. Link is in the episode description.